Yes, sir. We back. Yeah, two yes, weeks in a row. Are. Two weeks in a row. Uh oh. Clap it up. Five. Yes. Hey, it's been a while. It's been so long. You should have left we you. Without a hope. Without a dope pod. Step two. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna do this right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Easy. To my left, Hex. to my right, KZ from DC. In the middle, Herb Nizzle. And in the building, as always, Jay to the R. And we are here. Uh, it's a beautiful day. Traffic is a bitch. I just want to say Man. real quick, I, I know y'all Man. can't tell, y'all listening when y'all listening, but we have, it took us so long to get in here strictly because of traffic. Strictly because of traffic. To be fair, my traffic was pretty good. We ain't talking about you. Your commute okay, sucks. My bad. All right, whatever. Your commute is walking down the stairs. We ain't talking to you. Hey, 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 hey. Almost towards ACL. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, them stairs ain't free. <laughs> uh, wellness check. How's everybody feeling? How's everybody doing? Are we maintaining? Are we doing? Are we just? What are we, what are we doing? How are we doing? How are we feeling? Maintaining, bro. One day at a time. One day, one day at a time. time. Yep. We got We got to get to a point where it's better than that, man. We. I mean, not just us, but I think. In, I think as a as a society, I think that's what we're doing. Well, I want to say as a society, we're and it's like it's, we have to try to get to the point where we can start to flourish. Yeah, man. It, it would be dope, and not. It shouldn't just be certain segments of society. It should be society in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Society well, in its entirety. Well, I don't freestyle like that. I don't believe in the. Equal for the whole world type of lifestyle. <laughs> I just don't think that's a possibility. But I do want to say this: um, we have to get out of the out of the thing where we do where we just act like things ain't better for us when they are. Mm-hmm. Just when they are. When it's bad, because I've had a fucking stressful last two weeks, and it is what it is. But that being the case, still I have to say right now I'm doing real good. I got my brothers around me. I got my family upstairs. I'm good right now. Now, when all y'all leave and I'm sitting here having to think for myself, I'm going to be a little stressed again. But that's okay. Because everybody's going through something. I think that's, and I think that's part of something that we need to try to uh, keep a hold of. Because there's so much shit that's going on. We can't let go of the fact that we are making some strides. Because that's the fuel that gets us through the bullshit. Blessings. But, you know, blessings. but yeah. that's why I want to say. We're not maintaining. We're not. 
just day at a time. And I do understand what you're saying when you're saying that because everything should be, hey, I'm going to take the next day as the next day, left foot, right foot. Like, that's the way we're supposed to approach things. Get all that. What I'm saying is the energy we tend to put out to other people is not really the energy we want them to receive as much as we want them to know, hey, I'm not no, doing no better than you, bruh. I'm hanging in there like you it are. It is tough. And the real thing, is, is thing, thing to say is that we're better than that. We're actually better than that because I know everyone in this room and I know when they've been on their bad days. <laughs> and well, let, let me say their worst days. So I know what their worst days look like. And I want everyone to be able to say is, I'm good, bro. If God is your thing, I'm blessed, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to put that energy out. But it's, it's no matter of, what you believe in, you got to be able to say, I want to put out positive unless you are just being honest and saying it's a negative. But maintaining is almost never the case because yeah. the truth of the matter is we really are either moving forward or moving backwards. Yeah. And it's kind of tough sometimes when you are in a good space, you don't want to come off as braggadocious word, to people. Word. Like you don't want to say, oh man, my life's great. And it's like, Mine's fucked up. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> suck me. Like, <laughs> right. hey, I was you know, that's you real. Know. And that's real. But yeah. life is an escalator, bro. If you standing still, you going forward or backwards. I watched a um I watched a YouTube video where there was a guy who was a doctor. Like a YouTube video was about him being a doctor, black dude. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the videos he commented on why he doesn't tell people he's a doctor anymore. Like right. he tries to avoid telling people what his profession is. People because people's assumptions. Yeah, and yeah. they like, oh, well, they try to, you know, oh, well, I did. It becomes like a competition. He's like, right. it's not even like that. This is just my profession. This is what I do. But people right. take it as that. Status. And, and people are so, we're so competitive. Comparison is the killer of joy. <laughs> yeah. You know when I came across that? Because working at a certain company or whatever, I work with a lot of people who are PhDs. Mm-hmm. So they're doctors. But they're not the kind of doctors that everybody assumes they are. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so if you're a PhD in psychology, that don't mean you got $200,000 a right, year. Right, 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 right. But people assume that if you're a doctor of any sort, oh, you make like for two, dollars $300,000 a year. Yeah. They're like, no. Nah. You have a doctorate. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. On paper. Exactly. Right. But because of who you, what it says after your name, they're like, no, no. So, Doctor Matthews, how are you doing? Um, oh, so you you got it like that? You ain't got my problems. No, I knew doctors who were living above their aunt's, you know, what I'm saying house in the. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you got like a doctorate in psychology and people be coming up to you when they hear doctor? Yes, and they be like, man, my knee. Yes. Bro, my knee. When I go down exactly steps, and he be like, he be like, yeah, I, no. I don't know about your knee, but I know you crazy as fuck. That's all I know. I don't know about your knee. Exactly what they be saying. If I put the dudes in, I don't care if I'm making twenty thousand or two hundred thousand. You still gonna call me doctor though? That's a fact. Oh, you definitely have it. You still gonna call me doctor? That's a fact. That's like my man when I showed y'all that clip of my man who was the comedian. The pharmacy degree working at CVS. Yeah, so I'm bringing up damn hot fries, fruit punch, feeling some type of way. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, all right, so um, doctor checkout, <laughs> <laughs> doctor oh. gummy bears. Oh. 
so um, fifty thousand in student loan debt. That's <laughs> how it goes. You have they have so much. I saw um I saw a uh, an, I, mean, I, I go on YouTube way too much. Uh, it was a guy who was uh, talking about the prices of medicine and doctors and hospital stuff, mm. and he was like, "You're not paying for the amount of that pill, no, or the amount for the time that you spent with this dude. You're paying for the years of his college education. You're paying for all of that. That's what you're paying for with that one little pill. That's why that pill's worth." Three, well, costs not worth cost three hundred fucking dollars. Not to mention the hands that of the the college years of the hands that it goes through to get to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that's what you're paying for yeah. inflation. Hell yeah. Uh, so uh, this this week um uh, is a bit of a potluck podcast this week. Everybody's different. gonna bring their own uh topic, something that's on their mind, something that they want to talk about, and mine is uh. It's political. Uh, it's been on the news a little bit. I think maybe we, we, we do well to just get into it a little bit and just talk about it. Um, Texas lawmakers uh, are, I guess it's like a Hail Mary. They basically had a, it's SB7. It's mm-hmm. a voter, I forget the actual name of it. It's like a voter. Uh, voter rights. <clears throat> I was going to say reformation, but rights, I guess... I don't, I don't know if you would call that rights for SB7. Um, but they're going to change some laws. They're going to change some some stuff about the IDs. Taking away about the, rights. Yes, the hours that they have. Um, mail-in ballots are getting a, a, a once over. Uh, a lot of different changes that are somewhat in a, res- a, a response to how we handled the pandemic. Because mm-hmm. in the pandemic, we kind of use a little bit of common sense. And we mm. allow people to vote in different ways that was more accommodating to them. Mm. So now we got to roll that shit back. We got to roll that back. Yep. I always fix my face a little funny when people say common sense, even though I know exactly what you mean by it. But like America is so not good at common sense. Logical. Well, I'm going to find a word that appeases you. I, Logical. Well, I don't want you to appease me. I want to. I want to make make a point that what was happening was about desperation and was like okay so we can't make this like there was not a way for one side to simply make it good for their side it kind of just had to be open which is kind of the way it should be it should be and because of that it just kind of happened in a way and they were like oh we can't have this shit again because if everybody can come out and vote then republicans will never i'm sorry we, we, we can't have that happen we can't have it where they just can't win like except in like small small populated areas so let yeah. me tell you I caught Vice News tonight mm-hmm. if any of y'all catch that on Vice Channel dope show um, so sporadic and what they talk about but they brought that up the other night and so part of what they talked about was how the idea of Changing these laws mm-hmm. was going to be beneficial to some, and should be beneficial, quote unquote, to all. So they had this gentleman they're interviewing who was a Republican who was in support of all the changes. Mm-hmm. And for every time the young lady asked a question like, "Well, how does that benefit this group?" and "How does that benefit this group?" his answer was always like, "We're looking into that and we're thinking about that." But in the meantime, he didn't realize is that they're at the voting point. So his answers were. We're going to look into it. That's a great question. Things like that. Like, it's going to be something negative. It's going to be exploratory. And they're already past that point, which is what people are so upset about. Y'all y'all skip the discussion part, and now you're going to tell me what's just going to be best for me. Right. And it only actually benefits you. So one of the things they're getting rid of is 
the 24-hour voting. Yes. So you used yes. to be able to go through like a drive, like a you know for those drive through, drive through, like a yeah. brew through type thing. <laughs> drive through, vote, keep on going. They it was very really beneficial to handicap people who mm-hmm. couldn't get out their vehicles or made it easier for them or not stand to stand in line, the vehicle, yeah. etc. And so you know, there was a guy who spoke about how in his wheelchair how this was going to hurt him. Another guy spoke about as a black man how this was going to hurt black and brown folks. And so then they get to the point where they actually say. Well, in this one particular county in Harris County, the largest county in Houston, is the first place they wanted to eliminate the Mm -hmm. 24-hour voting. But the problem is they didn't have one issue with any type of voter fraud or questions whatsoever. It wasn't a single question of a single vote. So they say, well, why would you choose an area with no problem to make it seem like there's something to correct? And it's because so often, as we talk about in between, one of the things they have to highlight new of the mm-hmm. new story, people just kind of dissolve from it, like whatever they're talking about is whatever. I don't really care. And then you find out after the fact, oh, this is about to bite you in the ass because you didn't care. This is about to be able to sneak it in. And it's just that the irony here was they're using a county that did not have a single issue as the reason why they need to correct this because they know in the other counties it also worked. And I think and they I th- got democratic votes. I think one thing that you that you just spoke about is is hit right on the head is the fact that now that we're kind of in the middle, mm-hmm. we don't feel like this part is yeah. important. It's kind of like a basketball game where it's like, all right, well, you know, we're going to come out strong in the beginning of the quarter, and then we kind of take a lull. But mm-hmm. in lull, the other team is now starting to make their they're starting to make their push. This is what you we gotta, talk about with the midterm elections every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. And People that's what we're watching. Do. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. And it's like with these lawmakers, we were talking about it um, before we got on the air. Uh, this was for all intents and purposes with them leaving the entire state to come to D.C. and be on news in front of the camera. This was a publicity stunt. But what else can they do in this situation? It's already passed, I believe, in the House. And at the Senate was like, well, if we go and we're even in the building, it's going to pass because we have too many of uh, the Republican side of the party that's going to vote for it. There's nothing we can do over here. So the only thing that we can do is make a face is leave. And then go and get in front of cameras, and there's nothing else they can do. And you can't have the vote if we're not there to vote. My my beef is why is is why is it that every law that you that's been trying to be passed in every state is to contract the vote, make it so less people can mm-hmm. have the opportunity to vote instead of more people having. Now, I know what the answer is. Of course, it's because Republicans, they, they've said it themselves. <laughs> if we let everybody vote, <laughs> we would never win an election. Exactly. Yeah, but if if they're willing to admit that that's the truth, it's already out there. Maybe that yeah. means that your, your message and what you want to do isn't appealing or isn't what the majority of the people in America wants. No. But see, here's the problem with that. Because people in... And I'm not making this about Christianity, but I am making this about religion. People who are um, oppressively religious believe that the smaller number makes you right. Mm. So therefore, the numbers shouldn't make you right in their eyes. It's the opposite of democracy. There should be a talented group who believes the right way. Like Jesus only had the smallest amount of followers, but they were the right followers. Yeah. So that's the way that goes. When you go to any religion, it always goes to, but only these people heard it, and therefore they have to have the word have the strength to spread it. So it's kind of counteractive in that way. So when you're dealing with America, 
people don't feel in fear of the masses being against them. That's the way it's supposed to be. America's even built off of being the smaller number who beat the biggest naval army in the world to be able to stay here. Like, that's just not the way America's built. Our whole thing is about conquering with smaller numbers and being able to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That Mm. I'm going to let that ride But at the end of the Just day true. America is allegedly Supposed to be a democracy That the majority I get He's speaking on the ideology And we're speaking on the actual Implementation exactly. of the rules He's but, speaking about ideology okay. Ideology is different Than the way that Bro, it's implemented that, that, But it didn't become An ideology Until that Line of thinking Became a minority Clans people fact. Did not, did, Are not winning their elections because they are the majority. They're winning because of the ideology. Right. And the reason, and all I'm arguing is not about what is right or wrong. Right. I'm telling you why we've gotten here and why somebody is arguing a point. That's all I'm talking about. And and I, and what I would say to that is that the 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 idea of the ideology being what what dictates the behavior is strictly between one or two things: money and power. Facts. Or, Always. Or, can be, or you can keep the money and the power together and the fear factor of force on the other side. So most people were not a part of the Ku Klux Klan, but they also feared them. Yes. So they joined the gang, right? You've seen all the, all the, all the after-school specials. The kid joins the gang who doesn't want to be in the gang because he's afraid of the gang. And that's the same thing that happens in all these neighborhoods. Always. These white women and white men are joining up with these with these Ku Klux Klan behaving people wearing khakis and button-up shirts mm-hmm. because they don't want to be not invited to the swim to the swim party. They don't want to not be invited to the cookout. And they realize what it's like if you're on the outs of being invited to the cookout. So they will be willing to do anything wrong as long as they can be still be able to be friends with what looks like themselves. You remember um it was a show I forget, I think it was on HBO Love Lovecraft Country. Yeah, Lovecraft mm-hmm. Country. Now y'all remember the part spoiler alert for anybody who ain't seen it you should have seen it. Fuck um you. any <laughs> you remember the part when they was in the street and they was all sitting in front of the house Playing and you the had music, the tables trying to you get had the, you had like the three or four tables in the front that was making all of the issues and then the ones in the back mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. ones in the back some of them probably ain't know what the fuck's going on. They was like why are we sitting out here? Mm-hmm. I don't know Betty in the front she said that she said that these people was on some bullshit. Like, well, what's going on? Oh, they black. Oh, okay, now I get it. Now I know. It's like you ain't even come over here for no bullshit, but you're just going along with the crowd because you're afraid. And for, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And for those who aren't black and felt Lovecraft Country as blackness as it is, we can talk. We can go to um, what's the zombie show uh, that that was out there? The, the biggest Walking Dead. Zo- Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead was all about groups of people who were just like, yo, I can only survive if I stay under this motherfucker. Yeah. He got the guns. He got the food. He got the the, the structure the of medicine. the wall or the medicine or whatever it is. It is survival of, of human nature. So I, I want to say that while we're talking about the whole idea of actual social ideologies that we believe in or don't believe in or want to fight against... There's a simple level of it that's just about, yo, I don't want my kid to get picked on at school, so I want to make sure that they're cool. Mm -hmm. There's a point where it's like, I want to be able to go to church and just listen and pray and make sure my kid can get baptized and everything else. There's a point of it that is simply about whatever level of survival you live in. 
Yeah. And that's what that is on a lot of different levels. But go ahead. But, but that's what I, I think that is. And some actually, of that is weakness. No, but go ahead. But that's there you true. Go. But I think actually that that is ultimately the end game. It's they they believe on. that at some point in time, it's going to be a binary choice. And that, mm. that those people that look like us mm-hmm. are ultimately going to find that if safety is in numbers and go. being on our side is what's going to guarantee Hold up, your explain safety. that binary choice a l- little bit more. As in white and non-white, unfortunately. Yeah, I, okay, I, okay. You know, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm going to be right or wrong. Fair, but if, but if, if, that's what if the facts is, that's what it is. That's what it is. I just didn't know if you meant right or wrong, surviving or not surviving. I just, But if it's that, I get you. Perfect example. I put up in the Discord today the gentleman who was a Trump was it was a Trump supporter who was a podcast radio host, and he's and it just kind of finally clicked to him that although these people wearing the same T-shirt and the same hats or the same spelling, same poster, same flag, all were screaming the same thing, <laughs> it has started to resonate. You know why we've been doing all this black white stuff? Why we've been doing all this vote for Trump and vote Trump? Trump's been done wrong stuff. We're getting nothing. Nothing. They're getting nothing done. So if you got a kid in these school districts and y'all steady screaming about everything but education, recognize your school district didn't get any better this year. Nothing. Your funding didn't go up. You didn't increase the the, 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 the teachers with, who had a more extensive background. So your kids have less of a chance of learning even a more extensive uh, level of education in the curriculum. So this, they, they, it just finally hit home that they've been a part of the gang. And, and they've been used. You were used. They, they, they threaded you with something that was like, uh, don't you want to be on the side of right? And if I say, whatever I say, that's why it seems so asinine half the time when we hear mm-hmm. the things that are said that people rechant or they, re, they re-repeat or the, the things they yell, Nancy Pelosi, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, that's got nothing to do with your regular day life. Right. So right. I can see how they brainwashed you, but part of that is because you already were who you were. And you wanted to be brainwashed. But beyond, but beyond that, because I want to bring this to two different points that we have, t- one point that we've talked about in the past, where we talked about police officers and the psychology of what makes someone decide to become one. Um, some of them are really pure. Some people really want to protect their community and their people. Mm-hmm. And other people are those people who just weren't cool. And needed power, wanted power added to them to be able to be not be left out again. There you go. So much like gang members in on certain levels. But again, that is a lot of what this is as well. Mm-hmm. If you are not powerful enough mentally, physically or socially, it behooves you as a human being to Darwinize yourself into a group that is just stronger than you. Right. Even if you didn't come there because you fixed and it fixed everything in you to fall into this box, mm-hmm. because human beings fall into a box is almost always dumb. Well, incompatible. But it happens all the time. And people would live and bite their f- fucking arm off to fit into a box mm-hmm. because it's more comfortable than being on the outside of that box alone. It's the, you're trying to get to the lunch table. You're trying to get it's to that lunch same table. Thing. You, you, uh, so that's crazy. So we've basically broken down that 95% of the American population is still trying to get to the cool kids lunch always. table. Always. That's it. You will always go back to, they still fucking to, get to that table. second grade. 
kindergarten. And, and I, I, I'm not even willing to say it's getting to the table. I'm more apt to say it's I, I want to be accepted by the cool kids as opposed to if I walk by there somebody's going to wait actually being one of them okay. even, when, got even when the cool kids are calling I'm you a, a chunk I gotta, you still I'm, in that group right. you still trying yeah, to be that's what right. I'm saying and I'm in a safe space if I'm with these yes. guys or accepted by these they ain't going to jump me though they might, not, they might not call me a sucker but they ain't right. going to jump me they might call me a sucker but they ain't going to jump me and that, and that table well, is not getting any bigger. The table still the table is small. So we have to do everything we can. In the grand scheme of things, if you look at the kids that are outside the table versus kids that are at the table, it might be 300 kids outside the table, but they all want to be at their table that holds all that power and it's only 10 of them. But dog, that's what that's what cap that's what capitalism is at the end of the day, bro. <laughs> there's there's winners and losers and there's a certain level of there was there was no such thing as ultra luxury. Right? Mm, right, but now we're at a point where there's ultra luxury. In order to have ultra luxurious things, you have to ultra rich motherfuckers. You got to fly. But to, here's the weird thing about that. You got to go to space. How many niggas are their own trips to space? Go, go ahead. Right. And here they are racing, two rich fools racing to be the first one to go, with with no projection of whether you'd be safe or not. But, he, but they didn't mind being first. But here's the craziest thing about that: to do nothing. We're all, not we, so many people are so fighting so hard to fit into these boxes and be the one at the cool lunch table. And nobody who's running the world right now is was at the cool lunch table. Yeah, that's a fact. That's, that's what's fact. stupid about it. Everybody who's running the world right now, every billionaire who's running the fucking Mars exactly. right now, was not, was not at the cool lunch table. Hold on, you can't tell me, Miss Mc- Addison was not running shit in he his high not, school. Addison was. He wasn't. He was who not. you telling me, Addison? No. No. Telling Mitch McConnell was not at the cool lunch table. Addison was. You can't tell me he had all the homes. No. I got him today. Y'all so don't turtle. you worry. I'm about to tell you about Turtle that. even made it to HBO. You can't tell me Turtle wasn't at the cool lunch table. He knew a dude who knew a dude whose brother was at that lunch table. <laughs> no. So when his mom gave him the key to give to the cousin, to give to the brother, they could all walk over to the cool lunch table to give no, the big brother what he, what he did was, was, what he did that's was, all. he got powerful enough to be able to own his own Coke selling company. Look, see, and that might be, <laughs> that might be the reason why he got in the loop. Coca-Cola. 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 No, 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 I'm not talking about Coca-Cola. <laughs> I'm talking about Miss Coke McConnell. That's why that bourbon chicken tastes so good at the mall. Hell yeah, that shit's that shit bourbon tasty. chicken. That shit's tasty. Um, so get, getting back to the to the it's original the, the original topic. Um, so Secret the sauce. the uh, lawmakers from Texas went to D.C. for this uh, publicity yeah. last hail mary attempt mm-hmm. to get some uh, I guess support from the federal government it's, for, it's to prevent the Republicans from passing. This bullshit, it's and that's part of it too. Yeah, it's it's like, if we not there, y'all can't vote. Yeah, can't. if they not there, they can't vote. Sorry, because I don't think it's to prevent them from doing anything. I think that they know that Texas is a lost case, and right. they want to make themselves bigger on the national scale so that there will be a sweat. No, I think that, no, because I think that Texas is so big, and people have to remember this about Texas. Texas is so big, but traditionally so small in terms of what they vote for that people are learning from Georgia, from other places where only Republicans get get votes. You know what I'm saying? Get okay. elections. Well, they have Republican and control. And what I, what I think right. they're trying to do is alert the, the electorate to say, 
you can get us a win here if you wake up. Like there is enough of us in those big places, Houston, Dallas, those areas that you, you get can, the representation. No, no, no. But you do because that's where the money is. But I'm saying literally as we speak, that's why they that's why they had to run. They had to flee because I, if they stayed, they would have lost the vote. I just said that. Right. My point so, is, my point is mm-hmm. that's because of now. Well, the reason why Georgia has become right. a place of change is because people have fought for years and Abrams has become a person who can be a power broker. I think they're trying to find, hey, can I wake y'all up so that we can have someone rise up and say, hey, we have the votes to be able to change this statewide, maybe not in my area right. specifically, but we can get this around the state. How long do you think it's going to be before Harris? As long as it took took Georgia to become How long is it going to take different? for Harris County to get gerrymandered into <laughs> five, six, seven, eight different motherfuckers? I'm with you on all that. But Man. actually, we also have a president who's working against gerrymandering actually happening. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. saying that you're he's, wrong. He's working against the filibuster, too. How right. successful is it? I, I didn't want it. I was getting it. I was getting I was just about to say, I didn't want this president. All I'm saying to you is. Oh, you wanted 45? No, I didn't want either of them. He wanted somebody else to fight. <laughs> but let me but, say this but I'm just go ahead, go ahead. If I, I hear what you're saying, and we got to always remain positive that we can find another avenue. But the, but the reason it's so important that we stay engaged is because you saw what happened. The minute we said we can do it, if we do it, then we did it. So we saw it. They changed the game again. But we're talking well, about. I feel you. But what did they do? They came in and went. Um, close them, close them damn doors. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, uh, shut up. If you come in here, lady, we will arrest you. We're here coming. We making a, we making white man decisions. Lady, don't you come in here? white man decisions. If you do, we will lock your ass up. And they locked her ass up. And they showed everybody blatantly on some nineteen fifty shit. I y'all, y'all think y'all slick? That's what they did. That's all they say. Y'all think can y'all you, slick coming out the vote? Okay. Okay. Can you can you imagine like winning the Super Bowl and in the next year when you get to the goddamn stadium it's one end zone? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you like, well, hold on, wait, wait. That's, what, that's, that's what end zone. Slavery was. <laughs> <laughs> you you can run all the way down, run all, all the way, way back, back. <laughs> and that's a touchdown. Yeah, no, 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 that's a touchdown for the other team. Oh, team, right? Not for you. <laughs> you you know, just, so you know, right. Of course, I can imagine that. That's you not just, crazy. To you, me. you right at the edge, and it's yeah, like, yeah. hold up, wait, no, no, no. So I want to fight for it to stay on the one. What's, what's, <laughs> what I want to fight for. what's so important and crucial right here is that people see that we got them. We got them on. We got them on a on a uh, uh, on a heels. We got them. We got them nervous. They like because if they got to keep moving as we keep moving, we just have to stay determined that we that we see game. We recognize game for game. We're going to listen to each other. We're going to instruct each other on what we got to do next. All we got to do is wait for them to see. So Brian Kip kicked everybody out. And I was saying, wait till August 2nd. Don't, don't worry, buddy. I ain't forgot about you. It's coming. It's coming. And if we choose to, he won't be able to kick the next black woman out I who just, is a congressman in, in the state of Georgia. I just wanted to make this little antidote that I heard from somebody. And I promise you, I'm not kicking in the back of this religion. So, <laughs> for some reason, because I noticed this because it's even like right up the street for me. Somebody said... Why all Jehovah's Witness walls don't have windows? <laughs> and you were talking about like, hold up, we gonna block this up and nobody gonna see, gonna see out. So you just said that, that just made me think about like, yo, why 
why don't why do they all not have windows? Because then you can't see what we do. I, 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 I was gonna let people imagine why I was right. gonna get in all that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna tell them about themselves because they know about themselves. I'm not. You're not in the room. So what do they have? I'm just saying. Everybody around here who's gonna hear this, I want you. Next time you see a hall, you just be like, huh? You right? They don't have windows. Well, that's and that's the observation for your ass. Um, so Irv got into it. Uh, I was this was the next thing that I was gonna um, I was gonna get into, but he beat me to it. Uh, uh, filibuster, filibuster. Mm-hmm. right? We spoke of this a little bit earlier, yeah. and um, I don't want to assume like everybody knows exactly what the filibuster is. So right. the filibuster basically is a way for a minority party to hold up voting because back in the day, and I didn't notice. I read this in, in the article. I thought it was just like it is now, where it's just like now it's like okay, we're going to filibuster. Like we're we're gonna do that. Back then, they had to actually do that shit. They had to argue and argue yes. and argue mm-hmm. and argue for like days Dude. until the other side was just like, "Fuck it, we gotta leave. We can't do this." I didn't say back in the that. day. This was in was like my childhood. No, 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 no. I still remember well, when there were people the 50s, yeah. who were still doing this in the eighties, who were talking throughout the night. They they would read the right. Bible, <laughs> the phone book, read, read the phone book, hand, they read the encyclopedia. Dude, in your life, in your yeah, lifetime, there have been people who have read the encyclopedia when I was first born for hours. I'm talking about eight hours. Pass it off to somebody else while they went to the bathroom, come right back and do it. I mean, for hours. That Dude, was the old school filibuster. Is that ain't about the dumbest shit, bro? bro it is the bro, dumbest thing. Full disclosure, both sides. Yeah, both yeah, sides. yeah, no, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we spoke about that with uh, with gerrymander. We know is it happen? It does happen on we'll both see, sides. We'll I get see, it. It happens on both sides. That's why. Ooh, I, ooh, they did. Ooh, they are the worst. <laughs> the worst people in the world. Who's that like? Who's that like? Remus? Because <laughs> so, see what happens is Ir- Irv's correct. Irv's correct what he's saying. But here's the problem. Right. You 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 pee on me, and so what do I do? Either I'm gonna pout about it. I'm gonna pee on you longer, so I pee on you, <laughs> and what happens? You get to go. We both peed on each other, yeah. and that's what—that's what—that is the secret sauce to America's shame. Everything they do, I say it all the time about the NBA. They muck the game up. If you get enough bad calls, everybody will just start saying, "Man, bad calls happen." But but if you don't know the nuances of what what's happening to when it comes to gambling or betting, the spread and all that, you don't understand why a certain thing impacts the outcome. You just see muck. Man, he missed that foul. He missed that foul. Fouls are missed. And that's how they want politics to go down. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all did it. We did it. No, we did it because y'all did it. And if we don't do what you do, then we get stuck being the ones who are pouting, not recognizing we can stand up for ourselves. And they and but see, the minute we do, they go, got him. All right, let me, let me ask right. We're let both me dirty. Ask We're both dirty. <laughs> let me Democrats ain't never had power in this country, so if That's you true. come up with a time, That's that was the case. Not, not, I would hear you. Not Northern Democrats. Let, let's say that. Okay. Southern yeah, Democrats. Yeah, yeah, no, I just want to clarify. I just want to clarify for right. people who are listening. Dixiecrats, yeah. Right. Dixiecrats did. Um, so, real quick, uh, there's been a lot of talk about trying to pressure the government into, well, I guess Democrats now, trying to get rid of the filibuster, right? Never I, happened. Uh, right. And I get it, it'll never happen. Are we for that or against it? Even though we know it's not going to happen, mm-hmm. are we for it or are we against it? I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I know that right now, in my mindset, I want to get shit done. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, get rid of it. But then on the flip side of it, I don't know. 
it's scary. I'll, I'll, I'll jump out there. I'm not for it because no. it's, it's it's exactly it's both sides. There will come a time. It, it's inevitable. Yeah, it's yeah. inevitable. There's going to come a time when the Dems are in the minority, <clears> and you're going to be wishing that you had that fucking filibuster at a time with. If you think they're pushing through shit right now <laughs> at the state level, just imagine if they have all the levels of Congress, the White House, and there's no filibuster. Everything these motherfuckers want to do is if there's going to be no gay rights, there's going to be no minority rights, there ain't going to be shit. This is going to be white folks' Disneyland. Let me not even go through the political jargon. Let's go with this. Not having a filibuster is the same thing as being like, shit, my car don't need no brakes. That's a fact. It's, it's, it's comparable. That's no, no. Comparable. When, comparable. when you decide that there's never a way to slow down momentum. That is exactly what that means. Because you got to think about we it. We're not fucking with brakes no more. We're just going to be like, hey, you got to think about the, we the can thing never that, stop the, this the thing that really and I, Maybe say emergency brake. Let's say that. The, the, Let me say there's no emergency brake. The break. thing that, that blows me is if you don't have it, you have, let's say, eight years. You get all these laws. And all of a sudden... On the other side, we're gonna do it this way, and it we're gonna do it. We can't get any, we can't get consistent. We can't get on the same page. We can't keep having it be like one side does this way every eight years. We I have to look, come to a consensus. But, 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 if if something happens, I'm, and then one side, as soon as they get in office, they switch all the shit. Here's the problem. But that's balance. Do you remember when George Bush took over after after Reagan won eight years? Right. That's not balance. That's see. Uh, that's the thing that people in America get comfortable with. Oh, they have their time. We have our time. The shit doesn't always work like that. Yeah, that's true. There will be times when, oh no, right after that one, there's another one. And we talk about this all the time when we were dealing with, yo, who are the Dems bringing up? Who is next in line? Who is ready as opposed to somebody who's a freshman senator or congressman who just got here and now we want to throw our support in, into somebody or it's somebody who's 80 years old? But see, the, like, the, the ultimate true problem is that this isn't being done because people care about their country. Mm-hmm. And that, that's all it really boils down to. This is an argument over cash from and lobbyists. This is an argument over influence for the time being because let me tell you what never happens I've said it so many times there's never there's not a single Republican that can within their hearts honestly ever say that anything Democrats ever voted on was to hurt Republican voters they're voters there's not a there's not a we're going to get rid of this library so they won't be able to read in this school district that never happens to Republicans but what happens on the Democratic side is we want to we love the sense of, de- of being the decent people so by being back, by wearing the decent T-shirt, it makes us weak. It, it, it makes us weak because we're dealing with the devil. Yeah. See, and we have to acknowledge. People would acknowledge that poor behavior is comes from a poor behaved person. If we could put the two of those together without you being like, that's a name. You're you're name calling. No, no they're just the people. thing you do. People who rob banks are bank robbers, mm-hmm. right? Not people who don't know how to uh, uh, manage money. They're bank robbers. People who kill are killers, not people who don't know how to preserve life. It's, it's a different. <laughs> yeah. So you can't have this. Can't be a yeah. wordplay thing. When Republicans are doing like the thing we're talking about happening in Texas as we speak, this is so that they have an advantage and they hurt someone else. Nothing we ever vote for as Democrats or independents ever hurts the GOP or the Republican people who vote for them at all. It, it, it's either something they just don't agree with, but it don't hurt them. 
It never hurts them. It doesn't hurt their children. It doesn't Man. hurt their future. It doesn't hurt their community. It doesn't hurt their school systems. It does not happen. So we're, we're, they, that's why I'm talking about mucking it up. They're making it seem like we're both doing the same thing. No, we're not. We're trying to make the country better. They want the most power. Mm-hmm. Simple. Two different arguments. And, and add on to what Hex said, like, say, people who kill are killers. People who fucking lie are liars. liars. What don't you understand? At what point, how many times does a motherfucker have to lie to you for you to say, maybe I really shouldn't be listening to what this motherfucker's telling me? It depends, mm. it depends on how much you like to lie. Right. You don't like it. You fucking love it. You, I'm willing to go against how many of us everything else. For this one particular, but how thing. many of us love those lies? A boatload of these motherfuckers. But that's the whole thing. You can't, and I, mm, it's so hard to have this argument because I'm arguing against my actual internal self. But I'm trying to explain, like, yo, so many people because of abortion are simply riding because that other side is against my God. Oh my God. And I'm, I'm just trying to say like, that's so oh, hard. Oh, oh my God. Because I people, and I'm, I'm not, you can say you got something for it, but I'm, I'm saying, why. I'm but. just, I'm just simply saying it's such bullshit to be able to ride on one little thing, mm-hmm. but people do it every fucking day. It's true. And I don't know why that one thing has I don't know either. Because murder didn't. No. It's, <laughs> Prostitution. Nope. I'm glad you brought up abortion. Because Thank you. Because the, the irony right now, all the motherfuckers, you know, it's, it's a big thing that the government is... Made off in his people. No, no. no. The government is sending people door to door to find out whether or not you've been vaccinated and if you want to be vaccinated, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's what Biden... Yeah, mm-hmm. we have so many people talking about... You don't need to come here. You can't tell me what to do with my, my body. body. It's my freedom, blah, blah, blah. All this bullshit, right? So why is prostitution legal? No, <laughs> so why is abortion supposed... Abortion is That's one woman's body. decision what she wants to do what she wants to do with her body. body. I was going to start with prostitution. That's the so, way this is I don't want to say the conservatives are hanging their hat on the prostitution issue. They're They go to Vegas every fucking year. That's a career day. That's a Career you brought up uh, brought up abortion. Uh, actually, we, we're up on it. We're, we're right there. We're up on it. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you're there's talking no such thing. I, I dig it. Um, I was I was coming from the mall and I was driving home. And under this bridge, you found a prostitute. There was a, no under this bridge. There was some people with these signs. And the signs were some of the anti-abortion people. Mm-hmm. And I was coming around. Yes, I was coming around the corner. And I get right there where they at, and I I, I see the sign, and it fucks me up. It fucks me up. It's a big blended up fetus, and oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. shit! Like I almost got to oh, him. I wanted to pull over so bad and beat no. his ass. I, I wanted to whoop his ass. I'm like, dog, no, not when I'm around the corner <laughs> when it's kind of dark when I can't see. All of a sudden, when I get right there, I see this big blended up fetus. Mm-hmm. I can't. You about to get me killed? I wanted to beat his ass, dog. If that same fetus would have made it. To be a, a live person, they would, they, they would be complaining about the motherfucker being on welfare. So yeah, it's, it's like you you you, yeah. you want to bitch and complain about a woman's choice, but then when they bring a child in, if they can't afford it, and they go on welfare, you bitching and complaining about them being on welfare. Right. So it's a but then, you do that. But the only reason on welfare is because you didn't open up any new businesses that were in a reasonable location to where I live and then you don't forget you remember you rent well, zones where I'm even allowed to but live I have a question I have a question so would they be cool with it if we only allowed like black and brown fetuses to be aborted 
Uh, anyway, we can go on to the yeah. next one. Are we talking about the senators? We, 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 you know, they baby we, we, mamas. We, 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 I just want to Last point, Hex, last point. I literally think when it comes to the abortion issue, because I want to talk about something else about that, but when it comes to that, I think they think that will drown us. You know, teenagers, young adults, enough of us, we are all young men. We know people either who have or have been a part of that being an experience. With that being the case, they think that they, or better yet, they know that the, that the price of a child is real. And if you can strap people to having no option, then it just widens the gap. It widens, it widens both gaps. Because they already know, it's a, they got all the other things already lined up like dominoes that are going to affect your life as soon as that happens. Yep. Uh, we up on it. We may continue this uh, conversation on pod. We may not. Um, but we up on it. We're going to break. Uh, we get some drinks. We'll be back. Hex, give me one. You D. Shaq is dope. 
It's mostly my voice. Shaq is dope. This is his name. Shaq is dope. Shaq is dope. True. Give him a compliment every time you say his name. You can't even help him. Correct. <laughs> you can't uh, help correct. Him. And it wasn't no, it wasn't one whoop in that whole joint. No <laughs> auto <all time>, yeah. <laughs> No yep. little fancy There was no Lambos in there. No. There was Lambo free. It was just, it was just straight. <laughs> <laughs> if you Lambo free, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the dude, you got a Honda Accord, but you rap. I, f- n- 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 That's that real. Play, that crown here, yeah, you got a crown regal. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I know you got the CDs in your trunk. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's his name? Shaq is dope. Shaq, Shaq is, is dope. dope. All right, so is he the same as the last one that we let yes. off on? No, okay. no, no, no. That's, That's Al Fury. Al Fury. Okay. Al Fury. But I, I did play I, stuff from him earlier in the No, no, no. I had to ask because, again, what's my word? I ain't trying to shit on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but. So, but. Uh, no, there ain't no but. There ain't no but to it. <laughs> but the last person. <laughs> Al Fury. The last person sounded so much like. J. Cole. This you one so? sounded so much like oh I'm I'm yeah. resting on that. I said that to y'all afterwards. Mm-hmm. This one sounds so much like Kendrick. And I was like, oh the influences are just like dripping mm-hmm. through. Well you got yeah, you gotta have no this is no this is yeah. this is not about them being bad or, or great right. because honestly, that's how you find your voice. Yeah, you, don't you find the greatest and you do something like them and then you turn off and do something else. You don't want a nigga influenced by like Blueface. Like, no, no offense to Blueface. I wouldn't ever start a rap. You got a problem with me saying, I ain't trying to shit on you. I ain't trying to shit on you. Shout out to everybody. Anyway, shout out to my idol, the icon, Takashi. The one. If it wasn't for you. Hold on. What is this nigga talking about? The funniest thing is I that... I was 19. That he was 20. Y'all... <laughs> the funniest thing is that we all remember when it was like, Blueface, Lil Baby. Hmm. I wonder who was, who's going to make it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Lil Baby out here painting the town and the world. Do y'all, uh, have y'all seen... Um, Speaking of Lil Baby, uh, have y'all seen the T-Pain uh, yes. rant? Yes, of When course. he was on Twitter... Was that not a breath of fresh air? Like he was just speaking from the heart. He was just, if you're and I not over that, thirty. It's not. I was in that live stream when he <laughs> did it. Piece, I was in that live not. stream, and the music that you heard, mm-hmm. I felt his pain so. I felt it because when you're looking for good music, mm-hmm. it's the same shit. It's like you look for shit, and it's like, all right, wait a minute, did I listen to that song? No, let me go to the next shit. Did I listen, and he's like, just give me something original. Me give, you did you watch Button talk about it, son? Let me tell you something. There's a dude on Instagram who's putting out this this clip. Clown. I'm gonna call him the clown clip. Clown clip. And and here's a dude who has nothing to do with the game, nothing to do with the music industry whatsoever. He's telling rappers, and if if I were you, what I would do is figure out who I sound like, make remixes of their records, put those songs out for people to hear, so they'll think that sounds so much like the baby or sound like somebody or Drake or whoever. You sound like them. Plus, you rapped on a song, but you made it a remix, so you didn't just do a copy of it. Mm. And now, you'll get a following of the same people who follow this particular artist. No. That makes no sense. They already got that person. Like T-Pain saying, we have that. We have that already. As I saw y'all back in the day, the the, the, the best thing about hip-hop was there was a thing called biting. 
Yeah. And it, and it was the it was the most disrespectful thing you could do is to be like someone else or repeat something someone said. The the problem is that that's not disrespectful now, so it doesn't really matter. What I would say is that if you want to be what you're talking about and actually be successful, then you take the Tory Lanez way of doing it. So you remix it and you change it to something that is you, but in their style. If you want to make that game yeah. in, game instead, instead of Tory Lanez. Yeah, because you, you, you can make that game just, instead of Tory Lanez. Yeah, but you said matter. the very thing. You made it yours. No, I, no, I, I think the opposite word is made. There's a you difference. made it something. And the thing is, these kids aren't necessarily always making it something, but I don't want to be the old man on, on the it's, porch. It's not, because it, it, because you, yeah, you, 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 give them, you give them oxygen when you do that. There has to be room for debate. You know, because it's, it's, like, it's like otherwise or else. Otherwise or else. We those are the two, many those are the two categories. You got it. otherwise or else. We can't have a we can't talk about anything because some because something reigns king. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. and, and that's where the whole point again. I'm like, yo, we got to be able to have conversations, not right and wrongs. That's what happens mm-hmm. with this internet shit, this social media shit. It's hot. It's not. I like it. Or I don't. You whack. You not. Yeah. Not. Hey, thanks for that. That's different. I never saw it. The perspective. Show, let me tell you something. The numbers show you when somebody does something on the internet with, with how people respond to it, and then it's funny how people will start to copy the thing that's that's, that's getting some headway. Yeah, that's not even necessarily you, but you see it working. So you figure, let me change up this week. I'm gonna drink it up this week. Next week I'm a little baby it. The week after that I'm gonna come with you with a little two chains version. And I'm not shitting on you if you got the weakest like life style and life going on, and you just trying to get but. out get out of your system. Like do what you gotta do. Yeah, to get out of your way. I, just don't. I, and if like, that's and if that's what you're gonna do, just do it your way. Like if 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 you have if, if you don't, if you don't have the same story as somebody else, tell your story. Don't you try go. to fit your shit into somebody else's life. You see that CB four shit? Well, we see that shit all the time. The Lambo shit. We was like, it's no Lambos. I'm like, oh, so he's talking about well, his Corolla. I don't think so. I hear that. About it makes me think I'm hearing something different. That's the first thing I, that's gonna say. I don't think that. all these kids are trying to mimic the same thing as much as just mimic the way somebody's doing something and i and well yeah like style hold up and that's what i'm saying what i'm saying is that our in our time a style by itself meant you were established like the wu-tang let we don't have to get outside of wu-tang wu-tang by itself was so many different styles of Mm -hmm. rapping on the what is it 110 um Damn, I'm trying to remember. Nobody from Wu Tang is NWA. K did this song oh, with yeah, 110 yeah. MCs, right? Mm. Even on there, you have Ghostface on there multiple times because he's showing two different styles of, of Ghostface. Yeah. That's dope because you are so established in being a certain way. These kids, like, I'm not holding them to that standard. I'm not holding them to anything. I want them to make their money and do their thing. It's just that that don't make it for me. Dang, that shit gets no point. And that's in my fine. Round. And that's <laughs> fine because I don't play that shit. K Slate did this joint. I'm not gonna play a forty something minute song. 
but I'll take bits and pieces of it and listen to yeah, it yeah. and hear my greatest MCs that I love and I'll appreciate it. Yeah. And that's fine. But these kids just want to do their thing. I just want to get to the deeper it's shit. It's a deeper. I think what people are trying to say is don't think that's your way in. Is the thing already working? That's the problem. If you want to do, consider at a point in time with music, it's always going to be this style is working right now. There's a style to music that works for the moment. The problem is when you want to emulate or imitate that very same thing, because you think that's the only way you're going to get in. And when you hear nine records that come out in the same quarter that sound the same, that's because there's people who are like, that. you remember Brown Sugar with the, mm-hmm. with the Ren and Tim? The hoe is mine. You get somebody who tells you, it'll work for you. It'll work for you. It'll work. All I need is my money. All I need is turning my numbers to my to my rep. As long as my rep thinks I got the right artist signed who did the thing that sounds like the thing that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then guess what happens? I'm sorry. When you're not around in 18 months, because they treated you like you weren't planning to be around in 18 months. Yep. Now, then the rest becomes on you. And then you get to do videos on like all, all I wanted was a shot and a chance. And you and nobody believed in you. And you owe the label. And you owe the label. I never got a chance to do my real rap. The hoe is mine. The hoe is mine. <laughs> gotta get it. Get it. Gotta get that. Come on, oh, man. Bring in 10? Double like Come that. on. Right platinum. Niggas, Double platinum. These niggas are genius. Come on. <laughs> They got matching jackets. Oh, I swear to God, we had. Uh, to I swear to God, out. we had a topic. I apologize for taking us left. We had. A to- we have a topic. Um, <laughs> this this episode, like I, like I stressed before, is a potluck. So the next plate of good macaroni cheese potato salad that we have is gonna come from Hex. Oh. Hex gonna put it on the on the table. We gonna get our spoons. We are gonna dig in. Hex, give it to him. Man, I, you jive turkey. Jive <laughs> turkey. I I um I have found myself shocked and I'm not easily shocked. I have found myself disappointed and I'm not really easily disappointed. Right. Bar's kind of low for me, I don't know. Yeah. But what has come about in the last couple of weeks is they brought the story about about the number of black cities that are underwater. And so these are black towns that don't exist anymore. <laughs> for a number of reasons but quite often the reason is someone has falsely accused someone of doing something wrong in that town and at the, at the time public decisions as to how justice will be served was determined by the individual not by law enforcement the mob yeah mob rule yeah. we said so therefore it is I don't need to. I don't need to ask you why. I don't even need the other person's again details as to how the story went down. Judge and jury. Yeah. Judge and jury. It is amazing because again, I, as, as I told KG, I, I said, man, I consider myself the dude who knows what's going on with black culture. Mm-hmm. The, our, our past, our future, what we trying to do, what we tried to do, what didn't work, what is working, what we haven't tried. And when I heard these stories about the number of black cities where they put up some story about someone black doing something, mm-hmm. which leads to the violence in this town, in particular, this is a story, and this all comes about, and we heighten the story because, again, the young lady, Amber Ruffin, who has a show on Peacock, um, 
has a show where she's telling people about the number of black cities that are no longer ex- in existence. Yeah. And where those black folks went as a result. Now, the, the key is it happens to be black cities because again you never heard this if you ever heard the story of when Orlando was was replaced it wasn't called Orlando it used to be Hendersonville that's, <laughs> right, not, that's yeah. not true that's not true but the one about Oscarville Georgia that is now a lake in which the town sits underneath it mm-hmm. that they literally were able to put enough water in this particular area that they created a lake after killing a number of black people. And this is let me get back to the story. So the story starts off in this particular town in Oscarville, Georgia, and me just coming back from Atlanta. It really struck me a nerve with me because I worked for a place and one of the the rewards of, of working for this particular company was going to Lake Lanier for this particular event. And how did I think of it? I'm like, is that what I won? I got a chance to go to the place where y'all kill black yeah. folks and slaughtered them in this town threatened them and moved made it, and the rest decided to get up before being hurt is that a reality you know what you know what kind of kind of messed me up um when we first heard about this story the substance of it messed me up but also where we heard it right because right. you would think that with whole towns being destroyed and this being like a part of our history that we would be taught this by somewhere other than like on YouTube mm-hmm. like you would think that I wouldn't have to go to a social media site because that's what YouTube pretty much is social media you would think I wouldn't have to go there to find this piece of my history but instead of teaching me something about this from in my schools I have to get it or I have to google it sure and I'm I'm of the exact opposite situation um, again, because we are all of us HBCU people, mm-hmm. I know how hard it is to actually understand how many stories are out there that would have to have been taught by people who did not read nor write of people who were free or not free. Mm-hmm that it never amazes me how deep the story goes. And I know that's not like, like I'm not trying to say anything is above anyone else. I'm trying to understand like, there are umpteen things. And matter of fact, let's just put it in this way. We always think of these things in these stories in terms of our blackness. We don't think of these stories in terms of our Native, uh, Native Americanness. We don't think of these in terms of our Asian people who came here that built the railroads on the West Coast. We don't really understand the black cowboys who built out the West and some of them went after slaves. Some of them had to do other things like there is a history of America that is just ankle biting. That is just taking back your people into a space Mm -hmm. that not even just black people, not even people of color. Just it's a thing about to be somewhere here. You had to harm somebody of yours to get there. And the blackness of it did strike a a chord for me just because of the fact that that's, you know, my culture. That's who I am. But not only just that, but just the fact that an American town disappeared. For whatever reason it is, a whole town of people 
was flooded and drowned and there's no mention of it by anybody in in my educational history that said hey even at my HBCU it was like yeah, you remember, you remember when they did that, right? But in Come America, on. but in America, bad things happen. But remember? in America, before all those towns disappeared, so why is it weird that they would do that to us after we established something when we were considered three fifths of a person? No, like, hold on, no, hold on. Hold on. What we can never do is we can never become so astute that that the shock and awe of destruction of mankind. Does no, no longer shock us, and I think that you're missing we, my point on this. And what I'm ahead, saying is, don't be shocked. Just simply understand that it is so common for what America is. But you didn't know it. If and, you knew it, then you would be like, "Oh, you remember? That's like you remember the time." But that, we, that, I can't do that with this. Again, I, again, that's again, my whole purpose outside. I, when, I'm to, when we, I didn't know this. For everyone who did know it, cool. First of all, no one, on this panel, this. no one on this panel did know it. Okay, yeah, but what we did talk about was a shock part. Okay, and that's great. Okay, and I'm not. Shit, fuck with you. Everybody take a shot. Everybody's been murdered at least once or twice. Who hasn't been murdered before? And I'm not shitting on you about that, but. What we are going to talk about is when we talked about however many times we talked about my people down in South Carolina who were having their spaces taken away from them. So it's not. No, no, no. Let me finish. City gone? City? I'm talking about multiple townships and cities being taken away. That are now known as what? As whatever the white people renamed them. That's what I'm talking about. There's 108 years between 1912 and 1920. And somewhere you were very cavalier. It sounds almost like, nigga, you ain't heard this before? I don't know what you're hearing that's more aggravating about what I'm saying. Okay. All I'm simply saying is we understand that these people have been stealing all this time. The fact that we're hearing yeah. a new story is something that's great for us to hear and understand and be able to express to people later on because we actually have film and people doing it. But don't act like this is incongruous to everything that we already knew. I believe that both you gentlemen are correct in, in your assessment. And remember that I and we I always say this when we're debating. History is written by the victors, Facts. right? So, Facts. how uh, w- the Juneteenth? We how many people just found out about Juneteenth? Is Thank that, you. Exactly. How many How many people just found out about the Tulsa massacres? Yes. There, there are so many things. Which is what per, we're for. Perspective mm-hmm. is. Right. Yeah. This is all the shit that we finding out now, right? What is all the shit that we don't, don't know yes. about? And that's where I want to But but no, we have to start with step one. That's what I wanted to say. I think it goes back to what KG was talking about, about the literacy at that time uh, or lack thereof to be able to take that story and ex- and, and have it passed on. Because mm-hmm. we're just now saying, how are we just now finding out about this? But if you massacred these people and crushed them and then you had the ones that were left who were in fear, who had to flee, who had to do anything else. How do we get the story? Right. They might not even want to bring that up. No. They so, so might be afraid. No, let's talk about but where the books would be. Right. Where the stories would be. Where would those stories... 
They're underwater. I, I just no, not just. They may have never met. And that's fine. Yeah. It, it, look, yep. I, look. Yep. You're saying underwater, and I'm not. I'm being. I'm. I'm not wrong. I, no, it's not even that. It's not even that. And I know what you're saying. Literally, it's not even about that. <laughs> what I'm what I'm trying to say is that it's not just that the stories are underwater. The people are underwater. Yes. Beyond that, when you tell the story to a cousin, yes. Where did that cousin go? Oh, they, that's one person, one family that went to Chicago, another one went to Mississippi, another one went to Alabama, another one went to Maryland, another one went to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Like, understand, and yeah, I know I separated Maryland from Baltimore because that's... I got no problem with that. I got no issue 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 with that. I got We got somebody that we got one Baltimore it's all good but I'm just making the point that it's real like you have to understand how many of those people who moved on and went to different places and scattered let's not even say moved on because they didn't they didn't take a trip they didn't get on they didn't get on they ran for their lives and that's what and and, hold up and when they went to to Mm -hmm. those new places yep do you want to Tell a story, and that's my get, point exactly. Your house burned down. That's exactly you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They flee in fear, yeah. And so this, this they the weren't getting died. on I ninety five. That's the story died. They weren't getting on I ninety five. No, yep. they had to get to the place that they could live and find a place to live. Yes, that story dies with the fear of living as a black person who came from that, and that's why those stories coming from places like. Lovecraft Country and other mm-hmm. places to tell the world things that we whispered about in our households. Mm-hmm. Whether you, whether everyone here heard those stories or not, mm-hmm. you've heard similar stories. It doesn't matter if you heard that story. You've heard similar stories about what has happened everywhere in your households, mm-hmm. haven't you? I didn't. I'm not gonna lie. Only story I knew of was Rosewood. Okay, but that is and that's one. only because the move. I'm gonna be, I, and that's fine. That's only, and again, it's not fine. I, it's not the word. I if you got another city that you can name that you name, because we saw the list, name the city, and tell but, me how you knew the story. But saying I'm not talking a, about things that are similar. Like we talked about the the the, the land and the real estate that we talked about from again uh, uh, with the uh, the Soledad O'Brien show. We, we we talked about that, but I'm talking about this. This and only this. Not something similar, not something close. Did you know that they eliminated black cities in America and flooded those towns and there's over a hundred of them? But ha- in an eight year how period. Many, how many more have we not how many more have we not heard? We are just now we are just now tipping the iceberg. Oh, yeah, they're coming. I'm with and, you. And they're, they're coming. coming and they're coming. I was just showing KG off air the joint from this story was about Oregon from twenty fifteen. Right. Somebody's but, telling you this story. I'm like, that was six years ago, bro. I have no Damn, I could have Googled that six years ago, but I didn't know it was a thing. You didn't know the Google keep coming. You didn't That's know the why Google. I want us to bring this yeah. shit up. How many senators and house reps right now are fighting for you not to know yes. that history? How many senators and house reps think it's more important to be patriotic yes. to tell you the fucking truth? Mm. Yes. That's what That's we do. Fact. And yes. how many of those motherfuckers are conservatives? Republicans, red staters, 
And how many of those motherfuckers are Democrat, Democrats or blue staters? And they're going to call you. They're going to call no, you a radical. This is a they're going to say you're a radical <laughs> because you're talking something that makes sense. I'm giving you a take home test. Dare you. Ain't none of them motherfuckers in I'll blue states you. or Democrats. A take home mm-hmm. test. Y'all I, didn't hear that. Tom, a take home. Huh. You know. I would fuck Spit that. it back to him, bro. This Spit would be a fuck that him, guy segment. It's coming. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, coming. it's coming. It's coming. And he deserves it. But Tom Cotton, the <laughs> senator from Arkansas that really believes that he has a chance to be president by being the most conservative prick in the country. Yeah. President of these nuts. Yeah. He, he can fuck that. And fuck yeah. that guy before we fuck <laughs> that guy. Has he gotten one? Has Tom Cotton gotten one? We, he deserves yeah. one every I week. He's, 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 like, he he's almost like 45. Him, <laughs> Ted Cruz. But he deserves nothing. He's he's the the there's there's he's never a week where you can't just say yeah, he's at, at the very least a nominee. Tom he's Cotton, in the Hall of Fame. You're getting an award. He's in the Hall of Fame. You're getting an award one week. It's coming. You've got to remember, Tom, he's 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 one of those guys that he's still in the uh, the Soviet Union. Tom, Tom Cotton is still trying to create <laughs> yeah. uh, enemy for the rest of the conservative, conservative people to get behind and say, just like the Soviet Union. This is a, it's an ethos in capital. And regardless of whether it's capitalism, authoritarianism, mm. you always have to have an enemy. enemy. Right? enemy. So I don't know if anybody's noticed, but as obvious as the Republicans have been trying to make it, the new enemy is not the Soviet Union. Everything is China. China this, China yeah. this. Communist China. Communist China. Look, 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 there look, goes the bad guy. Look, mm-hmm. but, no, so like, the Chinese people the are the just world. trying to do what's best for yeah. Yeah. the Chinese people. Why the fuck can't the American people do what's best. just best for the American people? Now, for 45 and all his disingenuous, mm-hmm. disingenuousness tried to sell that because that's what he wanted people to believe right. was his interest. Yeah, his 45 don't give a fuck about no. any poor people. If, if you ain't rich, if you ain't got no bread, then 45 really was But if there's a reason why he said he loved the uneducated. Remember he said that? He said that out loud. I love, I the, love the uneducated. <laughs> and, and look, look, just, okay. just like any liar, if That's you, if you let them ever. talk yes. long enough, they will tell you the truth. Yes. Remember, this man got yes. us for four years. He was screaming off fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. Fake news. The asshole actually had the ignorance to go on stage a couple of weeks ago and say, oh, if there's something negative, I just call I just it said fake news. You yeah. don't say. You don't say. Yep. Sorry, motherfucker. You didn't know. But unfortunately, there's at least, uh, there's between 75 million motherfuckers that believe the Man. bullshit that this motherfucker was saying. It's how many books? These books haven't been written. We just talking about excerpts from the books, right? Mm-hmm. How many excerpts are we talking about right now that have come out for all the people in his administration that's written books or that are about to write books, right? Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make it look like they're patriots for coming out now. Yeah. When the shit was really happening, why the fuck didn't you have anything to say? Why? Why? Why is it the man has to be out of office? There's no consequence or repercussion. Now it's time for me to because the checks was clearing, the checks was clearing. But 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 I'm I'm doing what's best. I'm doing what's best for my country. I'm yeah. a, I'm a patriot by being silent while I let this man run roughshod over our constitution. Yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead and then we we'll go. To I want us to get back to some points that we wanted to get through for tonight. Yeah, and we, I yeah. Think I got that you. I got you. I got you. Was I got you. already going to get there. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so. 
that was a a, a great portion of uh, that was a, that was a great portion of macaroni and cheese that you provided to the potluck. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Jr., you had a, a segment that you wanted to bring up. You was talking about um, when we was in the outside. Yeah, um, it was brought to my attention today. Uh, um, the NFL has um, decided to continue um, what they um, had been doing since last year mm -hmm. uh, with the national anthem. Um, they want to do two versions of the national anthem, um, the black national anthem, just to say it, and the, also the traditional national anthem that we're accustomed to. The problem I have with that is... Oh, Jesus, Jesus let me, please. Go ahead. I'm sorry. When I, when I go to watch sports events, I'm, I know it sounds crazy, but I, I'm going to have a beer, sit back, watch the event for what it is. Um... I don't know why now the NFL feels the need to have two national anthems. Why not have one national anthem? Let's amend it and let's and let, let's get it right. I, I I just don't quite understand the, the like they're throwing us a bone. When Colin Kaepernick first knelt, it was never about the national anthem in the first place. Right. And I, I don't I don't want a bone. I, I, right now, what I want you to do is let's just get it right. And let's have something that we all can come under one umbrella with, and that's that's my that's my be nice. frustration. I'm going to start with the fact that America didn't give a fuck about the national anthem being in, in front of games for all of my life. Uh, it happened infrequently when there was a special event. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a normality. Uh, I remember when they stopped doing. Uh, different things when we were in school like I remember when there was a time when in school you would have to do the Pledge, Pledge of Allegiance mm -hmm. which is not the national anthem I do understand the difference I'm making the point that this was not always a thing and it kind of became a thing because some reporter figured out that Kaepernick wasn't doing it he wasn't trying to make a big deal of it. He was right. just saying, yeah, I'm not trying to do that. And then somebody pulled him to the side and they were like, hey, this is what this is what you're doing and why? OK. But this is not what America is based off of. Right. And the fact that we're just dividing ourselves in this way is solely based off the fact that we want to be divided in this yeah. way. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the people who you're making us divisive of. Yes, so I mean, rock on if you want to make a problem. Yeah, but it's, it's going to make, you're right. It's going to make a greater problem. But the truth of the matter is, is, when you have Jerry Jones, my Cowboys, mm -hmm. and all this bullshit pops up, and then a week later you're kneeling yeah. with your team. It's all a game at yeah. this point. You're yeah. making your finances and financiers comfortable. <laughs> I don't care about the, all that. What I care about is you bringing back something of a semblance of what we care about. The actual game. The actual yeah. game. Yeah. I, I just want to put a little perspective on this thing. <clears throat> so, it, to our our Republican and conservative brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. if if I if I kneel while the stat while while they're playing the national anthem, I'm a son of a bitch. Right. right. But if I try to 
break into the United States Capitol while um, <laughs> <laughs> our representative while, while, while voting the Patriot. nation's business is being, being done Patri- yes. Patriot. there is a chance that I should have the flags lowered to half staff because I lost my life trying to bust in it's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm tired of the guilt trip. I'm tired of the guilt trip that they putting on us because it's getting to the point where now I swear to God I'm going to stay out there and tailgate and have my beverage and then when I see those uh, things go across the stadium, then I'll go in the stadium when you when you guys finish this because I don't want this thing to be a separate situation. Um, we're coming here to enjoy sports to get the relief from our day-to-day uh, situation, and I just don't understand why this divisiveness has to continue. I understand, and I know why, but well, I don't want to accept it. But well, it, it, it I don't want to accept it. If you love us, why can't you show us? Why, Except, first of all, why do you think they love us? Second of all, uh, no, no. If, they, say, if, if, if we, you love us, but they know. Oh, no, no, no. Who's playing for your team when the Rockets go over? No, no. This loving a name, loving a this name, and loving Tom Brady's uncle is not play, playing against Wesley Walker's grandfather. This is, <laughs> it is Wesley 90, Walker. It is ninety-five percent black, and I understand we're the worker. I and, get that. And they look at the name Tom Brady and the face, but when the and they is- cheer for Tom and don't give a fuck about Antonio Brown catching that touchdown. So, beyond that, what I'm trying to say is, it's all cool that y'all want to act like, yeah, we, and when I say y'all, I'm not talking about y'all. I'm talking about these people who think that, oh, it's all cool. Like, we care about black people. We just don't want you separating yourself from us. Yeah. That's my thing. Your America is not a different America. And that's why I said, if you love us, why can't you show us? Because you want us. And when I'm saying you, I'm not talking to you. I'm saying they want to be able to say, are you going to be a part of our America? Or are you trying to make your own America? But if I'm not alive, I can't be a part of it. And if they I'm don't not give breathing, a fuck if I that's the problem. But then you why are you, how why do you, how you, how you cheer they, me on? If I'm not here, why do you mm-hmm. think they give a fuck about that difference? Because they don't. We already seen where the dollar's been spent. We already see that they do care about their teams. I remember I mentioned that outside. That's completely the, the team shit, the sports shit, as, becomes completely as different because it has nothing to do with life. As somebody who's been a Notre Dame fan for a long time, that's please the, let me let me explain. Let Rocket Ishmael catch a touchdown, win a Heisman, all these things. Didn't none of them ask why his name is Ishmael. Okay. Didn't, nobody, didn't nobody ask none of the religious questions about why he was what? Because it was all good when you were in that Notre Dame colors. But when he, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm no, going too wrong. No, no, but, Please understand, they don't give a fuck as long as you're doing what they want you to do for their colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just wanted to point out the fact that this is not exclusive to America. I don't, no. I, I don't know if, if, if you gentlemen saw the Euro Cup. The English shit was bro, crazy. Yeah, just, bro, that was wild. Thank you. Bro, I, I made it to the, I lost everywhere. in the finals uh-huh. on penalty kicks. Okay. The finals on penalty kicks. Uh-huh. 
And y'all gonna have some racist shit to say? No. So if I would have lost in the quarterfinals, no, no, no. Add in the real important question. No, if ha, the if real important question. No, no, you got mad at the nineteen-year-old black man. Well, three. No, it's three. All three. No, no. Three all of which were under twenty-one. Let's be clear. No, they, no. But they missed penalty. I just want to make. Irony is you didn't I just want to make sure. White guys to kick it. I just want to make sure everyone is understanding. You didn't ask them to kick it. Why didn't the white? Because they bet on the team. Best bet on offensive people. Yes, they did. And the white coach decided. Oh, I'm not putting these white boot dudes. Not even that white man content. wanted to win at all costs, and he put his best, best players, players on the field to win <laughs> in the fucking finals of extra time. Guess what? But you English. But another good point that was short. So y'all, I'm short. I know how many English people tried to say that when the whole Meghan Markle thing going on was going down. Come on, none of you people were racist. None of you motherfuckers racist. racist. So I got three niggas. I've read history. I got three brothers under 21 out there that missed some penalty kicks and now I got nothing but racism (laughs) in front of me because I missed a penalty kick in the finals. Yeah. What the fuck? No, I mean, I mean, if they hadn't been to I, I, bet, I bet soccer. I bet. I'm sorry. I bet football. Football. Wish yeah, they had fucking helmets yes. right now. Yeah. Who I say error? Because that's some bullshit. Guy. Sucker guy. Hadn't been there. Fuck for those years. guys. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see the segment going that way, but I, I, I love the way it went. I didn't see it going. Go yeah, I didn't see it going all that way, but I like it. I like it. Um, do we have another? Another segment. We need to get the FGG. We get the FGG. Get that okay. over with. Let me put this out there. I hope. More importantly, what this does is it it doesn't make you go. There's another black thing that happened, because that's what the right. fuck I think happens. When Good job when, when niggas trivialize this shit. Right, like it just there's a lot of shit that problem. happened in Negroes. It just that's what white folks do problem. for whatever reason. White folks have this passion, and they got enough sellout ass niggas who co-sign it all day. Who who might not know they co-sign it all day, but what it is you do to nigga, you ain't gonna let this shit go. Right, indirect. It's an indirect shit. Like we, okay, we've been through this. How long you want to do that? But the problem is, is you you can't tell me about it, which means nigga, you don't know about it. So you're not really educated. You got an opinion, right. and I'm cool with you having an opinion. But I just need you to own. You're the most professional, opinionated person, not the most educated person on the topic. Those are two different worlds, yeah. and only someone educated can teach. But opinionated people seem to be the ones who talk the most. Candace Owens. <clears throat> That's a fact. Biatch. That's a fact. Um, Earth, if you bad. could lead us oh, down the road, you can start, start, start it off. You start it off. So, you know, I don't know if everybody's but the COVID shit seems to be reinventing itself yeah, coming back. back in several, all over the world. Cases, book 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 the remix. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, in the one of the most ironic things I've saw this week was the minority leader of the Senate actually having the audacity and in, in case anybody knows this is Addison we're talking about Addison, Addison right? Big Addison Big Addison went Not out big Addison. and got in front of the microphones and said he didn't understand why there was so much vaccine hesitancy <laughs> and I said to myself like, well, Addison your people <laughs> for the last year and a half have been going out their way talking about Vaccines are taking away our freedom. Why are we doing the vaccine? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Everything, but 
only Republicans seem to have this reservation. And lo and behold, Addison is the leader of the Senate Republicans. And he is dismayed by the fact that <laughs> after all this time selling this bullshit that people have reservation about getting the vaccine. And lo and behold, 99.4% of the motherfucking new cases are amongst the people that are unvaccinated. unvaccinated. Hey. And they just happen to be in Red states. Fucking states. Because they just happen to be listening to Fox News and Newsmax and OAN and Addison himself. So it's because the guy on the the TV box told me. The guy on the TV box box told me that the vaccines and masks is like the new Jim Crow. And we don't want to do that. Or they try to put a computer chip in your arm. Bitch, hold on. First of all, you got a phone. They can trace you everywhere you are. Why do I need to put an extra. I'm saying all this to say that you and your disingenuous information, Addison, are my fuck that guy representative for this year. So, Mitch McConnell, Senate Minority Leader of Bullshit, fuck that guy. Yes, sir. Well deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, you go ahead. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm going last. I'm going last. I'm going last. KG? No, I'm going last. Oh, last. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Oh, here we go. I like it. You decided like that um, you were going to crumble to the Asian minus minority who give so much money to ESPN and the uh, NBA and everything else. Um, because you decided that you were going to make jokes about Otani. That was funny, right? Cool. You crumbled in 5.6 seconds after the show went off and decided you were going to, oh, I got to put out an apology. And then the next day, you didn't say shit respectful for Nigeria beating the U.S., and you called them all types of incorrect names. <laughs> you disrespected them all around the world because ESPN is the world leader in sports. World in sports. And you did all this. I haven't heard a response. I, even though Nigeria came out directly to you and said, this is disrespectful. And you should have done better. Respectfully. Have y'all heard it? Because y'all mm-hmm. listen to these news channels. I'm sorry. I just want to know if anybody else has heard a response. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since it's silent, I'm just going to say, um, fuck that guy. Yes, And sir. I understand that you have a life to lead. You are making the best with the money you make. And I don't really have a problem with even doing this for a black man. But your stance is too large. Your spot is too big. Bro. Yeah, you can't I understand what you had to do for the company. You should have done this on the strength. And I just need you to just be better about that. While I don't like you, that has nothing to do with it. I really want you to just be a leader and a man in the position you are. And I want you to do better for our people. Yeah. Uh, Hex, you got one? 
Man, truth be told, my 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 FTG was to Mitch McConnell myself. <laughs> oh, I had one too. I just as, didn't want to overuse it. So, and uh, my focus was on the fact that he may literally be the most destructive individual to impact our country in the last century, ten years, last mm-hmm. fifteen years. Um, the decisions that he makes. The decisions that he blocks, the idea that he's able to play the puppet maestro, play God, mm-hmm. to what actually gets accomplished. The notion that there's a guy who can be like, you know what, we got a new president, and we're not gonna we're not gonna fuck with anything he wants to do. We're gonna make Obama a one one term president, and somebody goes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. That's where that group mentality comes out. Mm-hmm. If y'all gonna jump on him, I'll jump on him. And and it's like, well, why are we jumping on the new president? Because he's on the other side. Okay, but he hadn't done anything yet. But he's on the other side. So no matter what he wants to do for the country, somehow we gotta not care about him. That's whack. And, and for whatever reason, I don't know why our, our media hasn't started to kind of depict Mitch McConnell more like Rudy Giuliani. Because mm. that's who the fuck he is. He has decided he was going under the cover protect Breonna Taylor's situation in Kentucky because that's where he's from. Let's be real if anybody read the stories. Who his son-in-law was actually the brother who's I'm, I'm to change that. The black guy because his brother would be, he would be really a black guy. Yeah. So the guy who happened to be looking like he's black, who's in the district attorney, he's a, he's he's actually a family member of this clown. So that actually makes sense. And as KG mentioned, come on, we know about the Kim family. Mm. Come on, player. Mm. If you got cocaine coming through the Miami port. And the Kims may have had it in their one of their cargo units. What's wrong with having cocaine Mitch? Now, any other thing in this society, we want to dog somebody for being affiliated with drugs or affiliated with criminals or affiliated with anybody that may have some questionable background. Took a Jay-Z. But cocaine Mitch wife got containers with kilos in the shit. <laughs> and we decide because it's old wrinkle-faced turtleneck Mitch. It's okay. It's not okay. The same way y'all would diss and shit on your neighbor if their son got caught with a damn pillowcase of cocaine in their car. Y'all would be, come on, we can't talk to Pam no more. Mm-hmm. You know Craig got caught with that cocaine. Mitch McConnell's wife and the Kim family been bringing in dope in the country for I don't know how long. And if you if you haven't Googled it, Google the Kim family and Mitch McConnell's wife bringing cocaine in the country and, and kilos. So don't get it confused. This, somebody didn't find a dime bag or whatever we want to call it, a little bag. We take kilos. A little bag. You ain't got no kilos in your cargo unless you know you got kilos in your cargo. I feel like Big Meech. Actually, you Larry can just Larry Hoover. Hoover. Come on. And this you guy's in go charge go of Cocaine Mitch. You ain't got to go that deep. And so you want to know where America Mitch. is? You want to know who America is? Cocaine Mitch. Ryan, what happens for the one, one of the political parties for huh? our country? Huh? Fuck that guy. Fact. <laughs> JR? Uh, so, my fuck. FTG goes to. My fuck you, 
<laughs> FTG goes to the NFL. Um, and, 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 and yeah, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say it just like this: the National Football League. Um, is trying to come out with some. Um, we talk about the, the national anthem here. This is really sticking in my head. But uh, you had a chance to get ahead of a lot of things when Colin Kaepernick took his knee. So now take your medicine. Take what's going on right now. Stop trying to send. You know, uh, test our intelligence by you know trying to give us an idea that you're going to make things happen overnight. Just like the worldwide leader in sports. I think these cultures have to change, and then we're changing. They, 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 they're trying to change. However, take your medicine and stop trying to force feed us things that we know are better. And on that, for the NFL, fuck those fuck guys. Those guys. Let me tell you something. When you talk about that, you know what I hear all the time, Jr. Is initially when issues hit sports media, there's always this thing where people are like, "I can't believe it." Mm-hmm. How dare he? How dare they? We're affiliated with a sport. Yes. A sport, damn it. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> you know how I said this is this is this in this proudness. Like you're beneath whoever whoever's affiliated yes. with the with the with the wrong. Right. Gets treated with this this reverence. Like I thus me am yep. good. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Did you drive drunk? How dare you? Yeah. Did you use the N-word? How dare you? How dare you? Because no one else here does. Yes. Right? Then you hear six weeks later, like, he's oh, he's looking at some trouble over there. All he's of being, the, yeah, the, the ladies <laughs> being talked to any kind of way. Is black people not being promoted. And everybody's still like, no, don't say nothing bad. Don't get, don't get out of trouble. <laughs> well, trouble. Yeah. 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 So there's, there's a cleanup here, Hex, mm-hmm. that's going on. Or, or they're attempting to make us believe that there's a cleanup. But it's not and, real. But, but it's not real. And, and, they're, real. and they're trying I just to say, say if and, I offend anybody, yeah. anybody, in any way, any kind of sort of way, if you are anything, uh, anything with anything uh-huh. that likes other stuff or anything, right. I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> and right. I just want you to know, I do not wish to offend you, upset you, or any kind right. of way you. And it's like, what does that mean? You got a blanketed, I'm sorry yes. for whatever the fuck comes up in the next two years. Right. Come on, man. Come it's on. not contrite. All right. right. So it's, even though we're going to walk, walk right by that. I ain't trying to shit on you. Anyway, uh, what we gonna talk about right now before we get out of here? Well, I got mine, but and, and yeah, I'm, I, I know we you, you got to shit on you. Yeah, no, try, he ain't trying to shit on you. We gonna let you talk. No, he already told me. You get a turn. No, the boss already told me he had to be last. So what I want to get in was first. We gonna talk about Rachel Nichols. Thought she was going to slide through. Uh-oh. And Rachel, the Rachel. information that I didn't know about. And I hit up the group and they were like, oh, some of them knew, some of them didn't know. And I didn't know. So uh, it's one thing to say certain things. And Rachel Nichols is from the, from the, from the crew. She's from the area. Area. She's, what she's here. Area. Yeah, she's from the area. Potomac. All good. high school class of ninety one. Okay, you can't, you, you can't just say Potomac because there are yeah, multiple but, Potomac. Yeah, and Potomac. We they are be, we very, very, very different. The one that did not and, win the state championship, and they are very, very different. <laughs> but the point being that um, I did not know that Rachel Nichols was the daughter in law of Diane Sawyer, who basically ran ABC News mm-hmm. for. 
I don't know, two decades? Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. And uh, ABC and ESPN are like sister networks and both owned by... You guessed it, Disney. Oh, so when you make these statements, they sound a little different. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to keep their job. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to stand up for themselves. Mm-hmm. Bitch, fuck you when you bring up a black woman's name and act like she hasn't gotten her chance to step over you. When your only claim to fame is you were cool with a couple of black people and somebody else is cooler. Right. I'm sorry. Step to the left. Mm-hmm. We got bigger things to do with, deal oh. with. All right, cool. Uh, so, so we got a we got another FTG. <laughs> we got no. We just roll. We just rapid fire, baby. We, we have go. to say this. No one sorry. Fuck no that one. gal. Fuck that, that gal. Repeat, repeating statistics on a television show with Richard Jefferson and Kendrick Perkins. Man, come on. Yeah. But, <laughs> but again, but again, hold up. Even that, that's one thing, one thing I would that say. That gives me the ability no. to say what I want to and, say about and, and Maria. Dis- and that's disrespectful, but it's also about don't throw black people in the midst of a problem and like it's theirs to solve. Hold up, hold up. She's yeah, trying yeah. to do for. She's trying to jump in this week. And, hold up, because what they did was he's a they, threw black people, they threw black people in front of her like it was their job to solve it because they got a good comment. They have a good relationship with her. Exactly. And that's fine. Not Rachel. But that, none of that has anything to do with what she said on the camera. And the thing was, somebody else should never have released what happened. <laughs> On top of that, it should have been fixed My behind bad. bars. My bad. I bet but, you shouldn't <laughs> turn the fucking camera off. But that's the thing. If you actually listen oh, to the ESPN people who talk about it, they'll tell you, no, who had control of the camera was not even her. She could have turned hers off. They still could have heard what was going on. The whole thing was, I'll, I'll explain this to y'all later. But the whole thing was, there were people in Connecticut who already knew what was going on and what was being said. And that shit is turned on and off by them. Huh. See, I, I wanted people to be clear. There's a part where people want, some people wanted to make it into a racial issue. It was a Rachel issue. Yeah, Rachel. It wasn't Rachel. It was Rachel. You said something that was all, that was slight, and it got caught. Yeah, that's yeah. all. See, I, I know you wanted to. Do, what you wanted to do was make it a racial thing, and then you could explain it, and then you could be like, "See, people, black people are just always assuming. Black folks always assume that it's always got to be about the black issue, and it was really about me just saying, I can't believe that I was offered this position." And this is what happened at the end of the day. They gave it to her. Yeah. But you didn't mention when they did that to you before and the people who else got shitted on. So which means you're an opportunist. When it works to your advantage, that's when you have something. You're fine. And when it didn't, you had something to say. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. I, and I, I want to add that if it was Aaron Andrews instead of Maria Taylor, I firmly believe that Rachel Nichols would have 
acted the same fucking way. They, I, they I agree with that. Was, I agree. To, to me, they, it was, I agree with this that. was somebody stepping. I don't think you So tell me the other time when you heard two white ladies arguing over which who got the job. No, no, no. no. This was this was. I'm, I'm <laughs> stepping. <laughs> <for> somebody. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna tell me two you. white ladies fighting over a job. Right, One told the, the press who right, did you're it. Not gonna, you're not gonna do. It. You can't. We're not gonna do uh, that. Are you gonna sit here? We're gonna get to something else. We're gonna get to something else. I find it hard to believe that you don't think there was two white ladies. If if. Mark women. Look, it's two black and dudes, right? Here, right? If you stepped in line, if, if this is based on seniority, right. you stepped in front of me, you best believe I'm going to be an HR bitching about you stepping in front <laughs> right. of me. I don't give a fuck what color you are. Did that happen? Fuck it! Oh, yo, hold on, I'm talking about See how we do? First of all, we're not going to have conjecture arguments, but we are going to go to easy. We're not going to have conjecture arguments, but we are going to go to easy. Let's get the financial G. All I got to say is Pam Oliver. But go ahead. Um, well, my FTG goes to a young man by the name of Ty Smith. Uh, Ty Smith is a conservative radio show host, and he had a viral video, uh, I guess, saying how uh, critical race theory wasn't real, or critical race theory was divisive, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. how it was fake, yeah. and he went on uh, Fox News, of course, of course, and they had a segment with him, and some... Uh, was he with Tucker Carlson? He just was able to get a job. Blind. He was with some blind lady. It worked out. And this is what he had to say. Uh, and it's because it turned out that I'm the type of person to where, you know, you just can't tell me that the sky is blue and I'm just going to believe you. I go out and see if it's actually real. And so throughout my life, I was told this same type of ideology and everywhere that I went and I looked for it, it was not there. Now, people are trying to debate that and say, yes, it is, because no, to, to this day, ever since the video went viral, no one has been able to point to an institution, show me any type of data, any type of statistics where it exists, where there's this systemic or institutionalized racism thing that's actually there to only benefit white people and then to do the opposite. I think that was enough. I don't think I don't think we need it. I saw I saw Hex putting his head down. I don't think I don't think he. Uh, Hex, are you okay? Man, was, that, was that too much? I told you I apologized when I put. So when we decided everybody was going to have an FDG, I apologized ahead of time because I knew what I was doing. Yeah, I knew that, what I was doing. I knew it was going to piss y'all off. That dude I knew is, it was is no I'm different I'm than Leo Terrell or Larry Elder <laughs> or Candace Owens or Burgess Meredith. Or Vernon George, or all other motherfuckers that think that they can be a, a part of their crew and they'll be treated the same way, or not like us liberal black it's, folks. It's the new hustle. No, it's the new I, hustle. Look, I give them credit for being capitalists. And like, there's too many people like us on the liberal side, but I can differentiate myself. And make some bread if I move to the conservative yeah. side. If, re- if it's about being a capitalist, I respect exactly. your game and I'll leave it at that. I respect the Roman type of person who thinks that it will save you. Because there was a time when if you were Roman, all you had to do was say when you were approached upon, I'm Roman and therefore you can't touch me. And if you do, the strength of the Roman army will fall upon you. The problem is, don't nobody give a fuck about y'all bitches. Motherfuckers will take you down, not give a fuck about you, and rape and pillage everything about you because you think that you are like them, and you are not. 
And I want to say that about people who think that America is that, mm-hmm. about people who think that white supremacy is that, mm-hmm. about people who think that you can just rock like, oh no, I'm not those black people. I am this new portion of black people. <laughs> I'm OJ. And, I'm OJ. And I'm okay. And I'm gonna say, I'm not okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna say that about all of those people and. I know that even people that I have loved have said similar things. Pharrell said a similar thing. Now, do I believe that's what Pharrell meant when he said I was a new black? No. But do do I absolutely believe that Kanye felt that way at this time? Yeah. But both are people who can come back. It's just a matter of where is it coming from? Are you really about like not caring about your people? Because even Kanye, I don't think, doesn't care about his people. What I think is that Kanye just doesn't understand from his perspective what his people actually need as opposed to what may work out well for them in 20 to 30 years. Yeah. And that's perspective. Um, so that that's my uh, Ty Smith is my FDG award winner fuck that guy uh, I see what you're doing and just like Earth said when I saw the video when I saw the viral uh video where he was talking about how he said the CRT was bullshit which I could tell by the way he was saying it he didn't even understand, understand what CRT is and we've talked about that if you want to go back three or four episodes we've been talking about it for the, for the past few weeks if you want to go back and listen to it we actually went in depth as to what it is it's not a curriculum it's a framework of an educational system and a lens and how to teach things to the kids and other people who are trying to learn in school but it's a whole different thing y'all can, y'all right. if you are a black person that has a negative view of CRT that is the fastest way to get on Fox News or, <laughs> or Newsmax all you have to do is make that post put your Instagram join and say put whatever it is I'm against CRT for whatever reason somebody will re- reach out to you and say you I want to put a camera and a microphone in front of you so you can so show your so look we were talking earlier about how to get on if you're like an artist or a rapper all you gotta do is say fuck CRT and then we get on there just play your record don't even talk just play whatever record you got and then just you'll be able to get on TV you'll be on TV easy fast as Fox News will be reaching out to you anyway. <laughs> the scariest part about why they're in denial of CRT is it's not your fault it's someone else's actions it's someone else's behavior and all you have to do is simply acknowledge that there, you, there used to be a yesterday. No, that you benefited. And oh, that's fine. That That's the shame part. It's not your fault. That's the shame part. Right. Why, you benefit. Yeah, it's, it's not your fault that someone stole from us. Or, and you or benefit or killed right us now. Or raped right. us or do whatever so that you'd have. Why can I lie to you with impunity and you be less offended if I have a conversation about CRT? <laughs> I just, I will never understand it. Once again. But this, there's a such thing as... Freedom of speech in this country, yeah. allegedly, if we're talking about the right shit. Go ahead, hex Somehow them. they have confused shame for someone else's actions. And one of the things I posted in the Discord earlier today also, once again, was this case of these people talking about CRT and the impact of racism. And this, again, also on Vice News part this week, was this lady who's trying to explain to everyone that we understand that slavery happened. So she's very, like, very knowledgeable. But she, she, her point was, 
And she just don't want to feel bad about the shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it's easy. This shit happened, man. But I'm with easy. you. But you ain't got shit because we fucked y'all over. But it's but so I don't easy feel to bad be, about it. It's so easy to be unemotional about something that never affected you. Exactly. And I also, I want to keep you had to turn not saying CRT because <laughs> people need to understand critical race, race theory. I'm with you. Even though I have a problem with it saying theory. Because... This is fact. And I want to call it talk good about. times y'all fuck black people over. <laughs> <laughs> I think that works better. We're gonna with. We, got to, we got to find a cool acronym and yeah, do that with marketing. And and so we'll cool. and we already have one. It's called it. FTG. Here's the best part about it. present tense because it's not past tense either. But the best part about it is all y'all not guilty. All y'all not guilty. And again, there's a new article that I want everyone to be clear. So 1860, they did this report about how only 1.7% of America owned slaves. Right? So Because like, Okay, so we already knew that everybody didn't have a slave. It wasn't right. like a toy. Right? You didn't You get a slave. So it's like Cabbage like, Patch Kids. Right. It's All like Cabbage Patch Kids. Christmas time, you, you couldn't all afford Cabbage Patch Kids. Somebody went home without a slave. And they want us to know that. And I agree. One of y'all didn't have one. But what I need you to also recognize is, wasn't this shitty for the people who did have one? And that's the part you don't want to talk about. Yeah. You live next door to somebody who had one. And guess, two, and guess what? Or had three. No, and guess what? And after they the ones who had one, five slaves. But the ones who had one had a hundreds of them. It's not, like, it's not like they didn't keep fucking and they didn't keep getting fucked. Oh, no. You and kept can, on reproducing. And, and, and we can keep going, keep going, keep going. This has been a great segment, great pod, as usual. But we're going to get out of here. We're probably going to finish this conversation after this. It'll probably be another two, three-hour conversation. Um, it has been a wonderful show. I appreciate y'all. I don't know if I've said that in a few. Uh, I like this. I like the way we did this. Yes. And I want to say. Yeah. And I want to say to people, we are trying out diff- different things because we love y'all. We love the way y'all consume our conversations. We love the way that y'all accept us. Like we are y'all peoples and y'all are ours. But please understand, like. Um, we need you to stop cutting off our third segment. So, <laughs> so you can't. Uh, let's be real. So <laughs> we decided that we were going to be like, okay, fuck that. We're going to make sure that uh, you can actually see us in more more of a digestible way. And we are here for your input on how we do things. Yep. So email us. Let us know how you feel about it. And if you want it different, hit us on yeah. Twitter. Hit us on text. We're about that. Info at udkpodcast.com. Hit us up. You go to the website. You can hit any of us. All of our uh, socials are on there. All of our information. You can get at us. We appreciate it. Uh, we are up on it. Let's get up out of here. Uh, shout outs. Shout out to everybody that's giving us love. Shout out to everybody that appreciates what we're doing. Appreciates what we're trying to do. Appreciates what we're trying to build. And again, it's spreading the word. Pass that on. UDK, UDKpodcast.com. You want to check the site, which then sends you to some old, old clips, the AAU team, everything will give you some more insight on what we're trying to become, what we're trying to build. Because again, we think this is something that actually could be even bigger than what it's become at this point and actually matters. And so, uh, if, if you're supporting us, then I rock with you because you, you, you my type of dude, you my type of girl. Yep. Irv, shout out. 
Uh, I feel bad that I didn't say this last week, but I want to shout out to all the families that were affected by the Surfside tragedy in Florida. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I also want to give a positive shout out to my cousin JJ and my cousin <coughs> Julian that are both welcoming baby girls into this world. Yeah, Good luck, yeah, You're going to need it. Yeah, yeah. KG, <laughs> shout out. Shout outs to um, my boy Herb's family. Uh, the McCoys, we love you all dearly. Shout out to the people who um, who just rock with us when we don't even know how deeply y'all fuck with us. That's really important because, yo, we just trying to be real with y'all. And that's really important that we can just have somebody else to bounce that back off of. It means a lot to us, and that's why we fight for it. Absolutely. JR Shops. Uh, shout out this week to our uh, cousin Debbie, who um, uh, passed away this week. Um, uh, it was very um, untimely. Um, uh, miss you. Um, you were more than just a cousin. You were like a big sister um, to me. Um, I'm sorry that we didn't get a chance to uh, kick it a little bit more, but as I look at it, it was, that was more me. You got to reach out to those you love. Um, because we don't know how long we all have here. And um, I just wanted to say, I love you and um, rest in peace. My man. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. Rest in peace. Uh, reach out to your people. Uh, they need you, you need them. Yo so whatever, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Uh, shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark it. Send it to somebody else. They're like, oh, shit, is dope. They bookmark it. Send it to somebody. They're like, oh, shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week, God willing, because y'all can't get rid of us. And why would you try? Hex, give me one. U D K. So oh.